Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. And this week, we're starting with Minute 97, which opens with Peter disappearing into the portal and ending a minute later with Vanessa and Richard glitching about. I have titled this minute, The Final Battle. The start of the big showdown, Kingpin. The climax. In one corner, we have Kingpin weighing in at the size of an elephant. One corner? (laughs) That man takes up at least three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. He probably takes three corners of the ring. In this half of the... And then in the other corner. (laughs) Yeah, and then in the other corner, we have weighing in at 100 pounds soaking wet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Miles He's a spry boy Yeah One thing I noticed at the Just the very beginning of the minute in the Going mm-hmm. on in the background that I don't think I noticed Happening before mm-hmm. Is all of the like little Speed lines like like the, the Dashing about just wisps Of line <laughs> color Things I don't really know how to describe Them but I don't think I've ever noticed that either. They're, like, we have the Kirby dots just, you know, going around in the back. Yeah. And then there's all these, like, line things. Oh. Swirls. Oh, gosh, stuff. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Splashing around. <laughs> I never registered that. And so I don't know if, I, like, I I feel like it just started either. I, I think it started when they started jumping into the portal. Um, mm-hmm. But this is when it really jumped out at me. Yeah. I never noticed that before. Now, yeah. now I almost want to go back to the other mints and see if it's there. Yeah, I, I just later. <laughs> I th- yeah, I thought it was just really cool. Um, like just a, a, another really cool effect to add to the background to make it feel a bit more uh, dynamic. Yeah, it feels less static and definitely like there's still stuff going on in that same scene. I just I really love Miles' facial expressions here. Him saying goodbye to Peter. Yeah, like his little his little nod. Yeah. Once Peter's gone, and then his like look of determination that he gets on before he pulls the mask down completely. Yeah, he. It, this is definitely like Miles was in serious mode before, but I think now that everybody's uh, safe mm-hmm. in their own universe, he can really focus on on Kingpin and, and stopping it now and, and turning it off. Yeah. Uh, whereas before he was kind of playing uh, a bit defensively, uh, and, and now it's it's like okay, it's time to go on the offense. Yeah, I love how they're literally side fighting on the side of a building. Yeah, and Kingpin just like walks over from one side to the other. <laughs> I know. <It's> like... <laughs> I also appreciate the um, sonic wave of flying broken glass. Yeah, it's it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I like that. Um, like that trope in movies where it's like okay, a big. Lie. A big, you know, blast of something comes and it causes the ground to just like divot like that. Yeah. And and um it and then yeah, it happens here. Uh, the glass is all triangles as well. Like it it, it all breaks into just nice easy triangles to you know the simplest, uh, smallest uh shape you can use when when doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, I also love how Miles is just like flipping like a crazy acrobat. Yeah during all this and pardon me kind of thought while i was taking notes of like is he doing this instinctively or did he have to practice doing backflips earlier i feel like it was it was instinctive um, right like 
a mix of instinct and like he probably already knows how to do them and he's just like now that he's this much stronger it's a lot easier to to do Mm. them okay where like he probably like i could see him having some like uh not acrobatics training but just like you know jumping around with his friends and and maybe some some like dancing um whether that's something more formal that his dad had him do or break dancing or something maybe mm-hmm. or maybe. it's just something all spider people are <laughs> innately They're know how really to do flexible yeah they all just know how to bend in half <laughs> once someone becomes a superhero that's part of the like the the transition is they they all learn how to do amazing aerial acrobatics <laughs> when you become a superhero who can't fly specifically yeah you can fly it doesn't always apply to you sometimes it does but not always <laughs> and i i like one of the things he jumps off is a mailbox which I, I i feel like it's starting like i know it's a common like oh they're in the city of course there's going to be mailboxes on you know street corners mm-hmm. and whatnot but um i feel like it's something that they showed like i don't know i feel it feels like miles more I feel like it's supporting my theory that all the the giant things are just things that are are related to Miles. There is a another thing in the next minute, I think, that I think also further supports it. Yeah, there's a few things. I think it's a really good theory, whether they meant it intentionally or not. Or they just already had those. <laughs> um, yeah, like who knows? They're like, okay, just scale it up 150% or 1,000%. Moving on, yeah. I love how Miles takes the gun from Kingpin and goes, "That's cheating." Yeah, and it's it's nice that they didn't have Miles freeze here and like have a flashback to Uncle Aaron, uh, yeah. where here he was just like, "Nope, gotta get this out of the way and gotta get you mm-hmm. know move on." I feel like they could use that in the future, but I feel like it has to be like a kind of more maybe not even more specific. It could also just be like maybe you know his his adrenaline's just running right now. Yeah, and like so that sort like of thing. have yeah. it happen in like a more uh, everyday life, or have it where like it's mm-hmm. someone else, um, someone else's family. Like he's just doing his normal patrol stuff, and then it happens to somebody else, and that's when he freezes. Yeah, or I could even see it being like he's just so focused on this right now. Yeah, that, like maybe when he's just in a regular battle and he's not super like hyper focused on something because he seems pretty hyper focused here. Yeah, like maybe when he's not so hyper focused in another fight, that could probably cause him to go back. I I like how the buttons just kind of floating, <laughs> not yeah, att- not attached to anything. <laughs> so, no, so so they clearly could have um, put the you know put it. Um, in a more convenient spot because it's clearly a wireless <laughs> deactivation service, <laughs> and, and so there was really no need for ha- to have it up there, uh, or or that's just like the physics playing around with it and it's still wired, <laughs> but it's just like wired through a wormhole or something, and like the the wiring's coming out somewhere else. Maybe they just put it up there because then that way people wouldn't be able to go up there and deactivate it easily. M- maybe. Yeah, no, I love, I do love how the button's just kind of floating by, vibing. Um, I also love how a subway car comes by, and Miles just grabs onto that, and he seems more focused on the button than he is on actually fighting Kingpin, yeah. which I kind of love. Yeah, he's like, okay, see you later, I'll deal with you when I get done with this. <laughs> and then it, it is kind of 
interesting how like it flies by we see miles jump on it and then like kingpin uh seemingly just appears on the yeah the train and at first i was like it felt like I thought we were watching the train from Kingpin's point of view, but obviously we're mm-hmm. not because he gets on the train after it's long gone from the from the the building, and or that or he's got some teleportation powers we don't know about. <laughs> the next note I have is a more serious one. I love the fight in the subway. Yeah, part of it is because I have no idea how Kingpin's moving in the subway. Yeah, <laughs> he's got very little room to move. He's got like abs. I'm like, how are you moving at all? Like in any way. <laughs> but the fight's really good. And the part that I love the most is when he finally grabs Miles and we start getting a parallel to the um, flashback yeah. that we have earlier. Where he's holding Spider Man up against the wall and he has a fist up. And then the line he says here is, I can't wait to kill one more Spider Man. Which. I don't know if we talked about it before because I don't think this is the first line referring to it, but like they just flat out, like straight up, like they don't sugarcoat anything in this movie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's gonna kill him. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Be quite a movie to, to to start. I'm just like, yep, two spider people just got murdered in it. The end. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. I mean. When you think about it, this movie's body count is at least two people. Yeah. Four. I lie. It's four. Who are the other two? Uh, Kingpin's wife and son. They're already dead, though. But, like, we still see it, so I'm counting it. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's a big part. So... Or, do you... okay, do you think Liv is dead? Oh, she... no. Goodness, no. Wait, Goblin also died, so it's five. We nah, we don't see him die either. No, we do. We oh, see his oh, hand, that remember? died. Uh, Goblin, yeah. like in the beginning of the movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah in the beginning. I was of thinking movie. of um, Tombstone. No, no, not Tombstone. Goblin. Yeah. Grim Goblin. Yeah. Five, which is a lot when you think about it for a kids movie. Does Goblin die? Yeah, because we see his hand, and then we never see him for the rest of the movie. Yeah, but he might just be sleeping. Under that much rubble? Uh, he has a giant lizard. True. But I'm pretty sure, because I think we talked about it in that minute. We're like, yeah, he's he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So the body count for this movie is five. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not really all that high. but It's not high for in movies in general. But when you consider it for like a kid's movie, uh, um, it's pretty high. I don't know. I disagree. It's- well, okay. What I mean, most Disney movies have at least a body count of two. Like usually, they show the parents dying. <laughs> like, well, okay, <laughs> good point there. Like I don't know. It's I feel like it's a fairly normal, normal amount of dead people in a movie. I feel like I feel like that's pretty high for for at least a kids movie. Hmm. And they're pretty blatant and like don't lighten it up at all. Yeah. For two of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my running rant on that. But <laughs> On the train, I liked how it was flashing between the different universes. Oh my gosh, um, that was so cool. And like we get Miles's and then it's either Ham's or Penny's. Um, I'm not really sure. There's one, there's one that flashes a couple times where there's just no seats to it. And it's like an all red train. And so mm-hmm. like... 
part of me with the all red color scheme makes me think it's pennies um yeah. and just i don't know i guess everybody stands in the future i mean they all have robots and then but also part of me thinks it might be hams because like they're animals and so they might just be i guess they're all like do we see any of the other animals from his universe? Not in his universe. Not that I can think of. Okay. I was going to say, they might all just be like uh, walking on two legs kind of animals, though. So Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we get Noir's, who's is the most obvious, um, because it's all black and white <laughs> and old-timey. Well, and the one thing, I was when I was taking notes, I actually paused perfectly on like one of when it was switched to Noir's. Yeah. And what I really loved about it is like it wasn't just black and white, but there was like suitcase luggage above it and like old time i'm like oh this is nice yeah it was really good well, well done we also like his flashes for the longest uh yeah it, it flashes a couple times and, and it's on screen for the most number of frames it's also just easy to tell because again you have that stark contrast of being in a very colorful place to black and white yeah and and three of them are fairly like the same kind of tech level yeah. And so it's just a color swap. Um, that, not exactly, but that's pretty close to what it is. It's just like swapping it's, out the colors it's harder and they to, still fit. to decipher them because they're all pretty similar. Yeah. Where like Noir's sticks out like a sore thumb in both color scheme and in um, actual technology. Yeah. And then I think Gwen's is the pink neon-y one that sort of flashes a couple times. Mm-hmm. But again, like hers doesn't, I, I think hers is the closest to what either Miles or Peter's is. Like they might be fighting yeah. in one of Peter's trains probably. Mm-hmm. So then it's like Gwen's that, that flashes. I do want to point out, I like how it the train itself doesn't totally flash until it enters that like portal stream. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I think that was a really cool fact to show that and show like why it's acting like that instead of like, well, now it's just glitching randomly. Yeah, it's all a very, very unstable place. Uh, the last thing I have is the minute ends directly on Kingpin's face, and you start seeing this like look of of worry, like a crack in his armor with dur- during that um that freeze frame. Thank you. In that freeze frame. Yeah. And I just think it's a good moment, and I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, that was all I had for this minute. Yeah, that's all I have for this minute as well. Thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on Wednesday. I have to think for a second. Catch you on Wednesday with Minute 98. Until next time, have a great day. Bye.